Right, shall we wrap it up there then? Yeah, Tom, take Let's. us home. Let's go. See you all <laughs> next week. Bye. Sure. <laughs> Hello everybody, it is Wednesday the 14th of September and you're joining us on the Go Play That podcast with Rob Cook, Tom Wolford pulling a face at me. Hello, stop pulling a face now. And Bob Marate. Hi, good evening. Good evening. That's very formal. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen. Some sort of chat show host. <laughs> <laughs> Join me for our new podcast soiree. Ooh. <laughs> nice. There will be canapes. <laughs> <laughs> Better be. I'm starving. <laughs> Right, um, it's been a bit of an uneventful week for all of us from, from all accounts. Um, I'm going to throw over to Tom to talk us through what he's been playing, because I hear he finished a game. I did finish a game, same game you finished. Yeah. We uh, we both finished Deus Ex. At the same time. Unkind Divided, yeah, at the, more or less within an hour of each other. Mm-hmm. Huh. So that was pretty uh, synchronized. Yeah. Yeah, enjoyed it, it was good. Ending was a bit lackluster. Yeah, it kind of felt like it. A very, very small piece of the story had resolved. Yes, but did you stay for the credits? Yes. Did you uh, see the yeah. secret uh-huh. thing in mm. the credits? Okay, so the this is definitely part two of the trilogy, or quintology, or whatever. <laughs> no, of course, but it, it had that. It had that feel of Iron Man two, where it was written to be a bridge. Sure. You know, yeah. nothing was ever going to get resolved in this game, and I kind of feel foolish for thinking that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, enjoyed it. Ending was a bit lackluster. Got to see future London, so that was cool. Spoilers. Jesus, not really. Not really. You go to London, big work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not telling you what you do in London. <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 it was good. Yeah, but I have also been playing some other stuff as well. Cool. But. Uh, Deus Ex is well worth the uh, the trouble. I've started playing the Breach mode. Oh, okay. So now. is that more hacking stuff or is it like action? It's hack. It's hack-tion. action. Terminology. <laughs> oh, uh, <yeah>. <laughs> no, it is um, basically the Deus Ex rule set of running, punching, firing guns put into a hacking minigame. So you know, spoilers. There's one level where you sit in a chair. Mm-hmm. And you have to you go into the matrix, basically. You go into the matrix, basically. That's what it is. Oh, okay. I right. do think Mike Bithell will actually have a few words <laughs> <laughs> graphically. Graphically, I was about to, to suggest that. Yeah, it's too close to volume. It's close. Hmm. It's it's real close as well because all the the like the dude that you are, you are not Jensen, so you're like a, an avatar in there, hmm. made of triangles. Mm, didn't I already see it like an announcement for that, like a separate game? Is 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 this it, or is it still part of? It's a, it's basically an extra tacked onto the game. It's right, like so well, yeah, actually, and this is interesting because I think this is what um, inspired Bithel with Volume is it comes from Metal Gear Solid's VR missions. Like the first Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation One had an additional disc of just tons of VR missions that were. You know, mm-hmm. VR constructs, artificial reality worlds, and uh, and then that's what volume 
kind of is and and that's what this kind mm-hmm. of is so i just felt more on this because of the definite nod to the graphical style sure hmm. you know it's all jagged edges white lines and triangle um characters yeah. you know characters made up of triangles i just thought it was a bit close but yeah it's all right it's fun um and the time limit thing is is a key here so you're literally like get in get out as quick as possible taking down guards on your way okay um but yeah managed to finish the main story of deus ex without killing a single person nice multi-reloads going through there. I it, I didn't get the trophy for not setting off any alarms, which I felt was a bit upsetting, because I don't remember any point in the game that I set off an alarm without reloading. Sure. Hmm. So, I don't know if it counted, like, if it's set off, whether you reload or no, not. No, it can't be. Very a, unlikely. I don't know. Otherwise, kills would have counted the same way. Yeah. Well, no, kills, kills. yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I'm going to do another playthrough where I actually murder everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, like, because apparently it only counts if somebody goes to an alarm panel. Sure. Hmm. Like the panic, the panic state isn't necessarily alarm state. Supposedly not, but I, I don't know because I know that I've had people in panic state. Hmm. Um, I know I've had people in hostile state, but I've run away. Right. Whether they've then set off an alarm behind me, a la sticks. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, maybe, I don't know. maybe, maybe you can check yourself on um on one of these uh, trophy hunting communities. They have like very elaborate guides, and they are like experts and nitpicky per uh, people that. Like, but that's what I read. Exactly what, what, that's what, what I read. Doing. I read that it only counted if somebody had pressed an alarm okay. pad. Okay. But I didn't ever see that happening in my knowledge. And and something that I, I did read was it's a little bit like that kind of sticks thing. You remember that the enemy came up to me in a cutscene that time or whatever? Or No, it was the time that they found the dead body yeah. after I'd left the level. <laughs> so I was, in a, I was in a level where I was insta-fail if a guard noticed me or noticed a dead body. And somebody that I killed like the previous level was getting discovered. <laughs> 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 I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, exactly. So I think that was that was probably what, what killed it for me. <laughs> but uh, didn't I did a whole pacifist run. Now I'm going to do a whole murder run on it because the murder run sounds more fun. <laughs> Genocide run. Yeah, yeah, because you literally you're supposed to be this ultra-augmented motherfucker who just wants to drop people. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, just I'm just going to put you to sleep. Shh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> when I could be dropping out the sky, firing three sixty death rounds, you know, just this rays from above, exactly, Absolutely. or below, or from the side, wherever Jensen's popping an arm through, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, played that. Uh, started playing today. Hugh. Uh huh. I don't know if you've all heard of Hugh. Nope. Yeah, I have. All right, Bob. How would you describe it? Because I was a bit worried that I was going to just—I was going to be lazy. <clears throat> I haven't played it myself, but what I've seen on the trailers, it looks like kind of a two D platformer slash puzzle game, mm-hmm. where you are supposed to be like progressing through levels and changing precisely the the hue value mm-hmm. of the colors so, in order oh, to colors. discover or uncover, um, cover or discover like parts of the map platforms that you don't really see unless you're on the correct hue. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, that's basically Hugh it. <laughs> well, I think that's the play on words there, but uh, I was tempted to say it was a little bit like Fez. 
but instead of having the 360, like the the 3D in 2D thing, yep. what you actually have is the ability to switch the background colors. Hmm. You have like a, a radius. I am, I'm playing it on PS4, so uh, on the right stick, you have like a color selector. Mm-hmm. And as you select a color, let's say that the background is orange. Anything that is orange will not show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you switch it to purple, everything orange will show up, but things that are purple will disappear and vice versa. So, so far I've collected four colors. I've got pink, purple, orange, and blue. Oh boy. And then they build bigger colors, uh, bigger puzzles out of that. So let's say, for example, there's one level where I have to get a set of blocks to build ever, you know, ever higher jumping platforms so I can jump up to another area. But let's say, like, the purple block is here, the orange block is here. But if you, the orange block is present and you push the purple block, you will also push the orange block. Mm-hmm. But if you switch the background color to orange, it disappears. The orange block disappears and you can push the purple block past it. It's just complicated stuff. <laughs> it is. It's, it actually does a really good job. I mean, I have to say that graphically, it's, it's phenomenal. It's really beautifully presented. And it does a very good job with very minimal tutorial to get you to understand what's going on. Hmm. I think there will come a point, I think it might be a bit Fez-like where there comes a point where my brain just breaks. <laughs> like there was one level with a Indiana Jones-style falling rocks where each wall that you come to, there's like obstructing walls and they're different colors. So you have to run and then like flip the color because if you flip it too early, you're actually, let's say you're running on purple Mm-hmm. And if you switch off purple, you'll fall onto spikes below. But the wall ahead of you is also purple, so you have to like run, jump, switch purple out, go through the hole. That reminds me of um, Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands, which was probably one of the least popular ones, where um, you had a button for switching between past and present. And so there, okay. there would be like, uh, you'd be swinging from pillar to to pillar. Post. <laughs> and one, one, one pillar would be in your way. But it had, in the in the current day it eroded and fallen down, so you'd switch to present mode to get through it, but then grab onto the next one by holding onto the past button. Like yeah, yeah, hmm. it's 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 very similar to that. It's a lot of hopping around and messing around with different colors, hmm. and you have this color selector. You know, um, seems very nice. Haven't got far enough in. I did stop it after a. I did a quite a difficult puzzle got it solved to get a key and then jumped down and forgot to switch a color as I was falling and fell on spikes instead of the block mm. that I'd very painstakingly moved to that position because that's the thing in mid fall I would have had to switch the color back mm. and that was about five minutes work before I hit the spikes mm. <laughs> um, I also took a look today I've been going through um some slightly smaller games. Um, I've been playing... I say slightly smaller, and then I say I've been playing The Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, Jesus Christ. Smaller. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's... Um, I like it. But we'll come back to that, because I know Rob has a question that that will be relevant for. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. And then I also checked out Foresight of Fantasy, which appears to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
No, so? I don't know if it's my controller or if it's the game. But it says press R2, and when I press R2, nothing happens. <laughs> you have a big, you have problems with controls and games, and it could all be down to your hardware. Well, that's what I was thinking. But I was, I like, I've just played like twenty hours of Deus Ex, and if you play Deus Ex without using R2, <laughs> you know, I you know, know my R2 button works. I know it works, but both, I think, Fury. Uh, yes, it was and Fury that you can. It was Fury, and it was four-sided fantasy that wants you to press a specific button. I think in Fury it was L two. Okay. And in in this one it's R two, and it just would not fucking recognize that button press. Like you can see in this one, this is even worse because you can see that it recognizes it because you're in like a room with two walls, and I've even read online that pressing R two is supposed to freeze the background hmm. to give you like an advantage or help you climb or whatever. And there's nothing else to do in this room. It's just two walls, the floor, and you go to one of the walls and it says, press R2. And when I press R2, the button that's showing up as, like, the tutorial moves. Okay. You know? It actually, like, says, yes, you're pressing that. But literally nothing else in the game changes. (laughs) So, yeah. Can't really say a lot about that. I'm kind of looking forward to hoping it works because further to what we were talking about with John Remedios last night, Mm. it's a screen wrap puzzle game. Hmm. So you have to actually go off the screen to come back on the screen. Sure, Pac-Man style. Yeah, Pac-Man style, but to solve puzzles. So let's say you run off the top here, you'll fall and you'll come down and start at the bottom of the level, Hmm. stuff like that. Okay. But it's I can't actually get out of the tutorial level <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Sorry to and hear that. Me. No, no, let's see. Let's see if it's my hardware. I was going to take some time later on and try and switch out my controller. Because hmm. uh, we have a spare that we never use, so it has to work, basically. Well, but let's see. the best of luck, then. <laughs> let's hope that but it's... Yeah. Hugh, Hugh is definitely worth checking out, for sure. Okay. I enjoy it. I've enjoyed what I've played of that. If you like, I would say if you like fairs, if you like puzzle games in general, Limbo, I think, was something else that popped into my mind. <clears> I don't think the, it's much similar to Limbo. Uh, it's not. It's, it's more to do. No, it's more to do with the fact that you have like the the way the main character is drawn. Like until you get the colors, oh, okay, yeah, everything is black and white. I get you it. Know. Cool. All right. 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 Yeah, that's about me done. Cool. No worries, Bob. Do you want to Bob it? Let us know what you've been playing. Whoa, whoa! You, you've been, um, you still been playing any Warcraft three? Um, yeah, I've been playing a bit more Warcraft. I progressed through the Orc campaign, and I am think I think I am like halfway through the the final campaign now. So after I finish that, I'm pretty sure that I will give it uh, a few weeks before I get myself the expansion, Ooh. because I never really had the chance to play the expansion myself originally. Okay. I only played vanilla game. And uh, back in the day when I already had a job and I already had money to buy the game, the game was already like uh, discontinued and no stores had it anymore. Uh, okay. So now that Blizzard is offered the opportunity of getting it digitally through the store, it's like, I think it's 10 euros. It's, I'm definitely going to get it whenever I finish this. But yeah, a small Warcraft. But another thing that I've been playing over this week is uh, SteamWorld Heist on the PC. Um, I think Stu already talked about it a few, well, not a few, a but while uh, back. many, many podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 3DS. On the 3DS, yeah. Yeah. So I'm playing now with the Steam version, which uh, which looks great. I mean, the HD 
well, it's if you already like the 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 style that Steamworld Dig had, it's pretty much more of the same. But instead of set up in an arid planet, it's pretty much all set in space. Mm-hmm. So you have your own ship. You have you are uh, in Vedic additional ships, and it's a completely different game, like tactical action RPG where you have to position your units and uh, aim carefully and shoot them off. You can do some trick shots by bouncing bullets around in walls and. One of the funniest features that I've seen in a game is that you you can choose the hat that your units have before the game starts or the mission starts. Mm-hmm. But if you if you shoot an enemy unit that is wearing a hat, but not a headshot, just to blow off her hat, mm-hmm. you can keep it for yourself if you collect it later. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you shoot their hat and you keep it for yourself. And it's like, okay. It's kind of many times uh, it's like an unintentional head so headshot. It's like okay, I'm gonna aim for the head, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to kill it on a single turn, but I, I blow off the head instead. It's like okay, yeah, well, right. We can, I can work around that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the first few missions, I thought, okay, yeah, I'm really good at this game. And then <laughs> after like six or seven missions, I was like, mm, maybe I was overconfident. So the game is becoming harder and harder by the minute and uh, the punishment for defeat is really harsh because i'm playing on on experience difficulty it's got like maybe five different difficulty levels and i'm on the medium one so to speak and uh, if you lose you will lose half of the money that you collected in all of the other missions Jeez. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in one mission, maybe right in the dick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It can be a total kick in the nuts because maybe (laughs) over the past few missions, maybe you collect like four hundred or so or so, and if you Mm. don't spend them, you get into a difficult mission. You botch it for whatever reason. In my case, it's because I was an idiot. And (laughs) isn't that always the way? (laughs) Yeah, it it is pretty much always the way. And um, and before you notice, you have lost three point five thousand. So several farming. Well, it's not really a game of farming because um, the stores that the game has are quite limited, and the stores that the items that the stores offer are quite often not of my interest. Okay, I just get better loot, get better weapons and items through through drops in the missions, and what I end up always spending my money in is in inventory expansions, so I can have more stuff. Of course, yeah. Anytime you get an option to expand your inventory in any game, whatever it is, that's the first one you should, that you should get. Thing, or or yeah. like a doubling XP or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I took that to the actual extremes with No Man's Sky where right. my, my character could carry three times more on his back than my spaceship could <laughs> It's happening to me as well on No Man's Sky. I think my, my exosuit has something like 30 slots. Yeah, yeah. And my spaceship has 16. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, all right. I just had my image of my astronaut just <laughs> just pulling this <laughs> massive sack of shit just all the way meters across the high planet. above like, yeah horridly walking a exo suit with <laughs> pockets everywhere. <laughs> the, but yeah, the um the idea of you losing half of your currency every time you die that surely is trying to encourage you to spend it once you've got it, right? Yes, yeah. I'm guessing either that or it encourages you to be more careful and try to think every step that you take into the missions. Sure. Because placement is super important in, in this kind of game. So if you've already played any other tactical game, XCOM, for example, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. XCOM, Fire Emblem, all of these games, positioning is pretty much everything. 
because you have not only to get the best shot possible, but you also have to be, to be prepared for the worst possible scenario. Sure. Many, many times I have placed something to make the perfect attack, and on the next turn, the enemy just ambushed me because a new unit appeared behind me, mm-hmm. and I was screwed. So one of my units dies, and yeah. Um, yeah. These are I, the I, games that I suck at. Because <laughs> well, I don't think that far ahead, you know. I'm just like, if I can't shoot it now, I'm not interested. <laughs> the thing is, you don't really have to think that much far ahead. All you have to do is to be a little careful of what to do before you do it. So it's like, all right, if I place my character here, okay, he's behind cover, but he's behind a cover made of an explosive barrel. Maybe it's not the best idea. Or maybe if I place it here, I see that there's a door over here. Maybe it shouldn't be the best possible cover. Or maybe I should better waste my entire turn in moving further ahead instead of just moving and shooting mm. and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, it, it, if I lost one of those missions, so far I've only lost one, it's because I wasn't careful enough. And I know about that. So but it sounds, had, it's, it sounds way more complicated than SteamWorld Dig, which was basically like well, yeah. Uh, it's a... Yeah, it's a completely yeah. different game and it's infinitely more complicated. So... Right. Um, Let's say that it's a tactical RPG or a tactical game uh, for dummies because it's uh-huh. watered down, very watered down. It has like uh, different classes, but essentially... It's no Valkyria Chronicles. It's not Valkyria Chronicles, <laughs> no. It's no Valkyria Chronicles. It's just position, shoot things in the head or shoot things and kill them and collect the swag, which is the name of the items that you loot, uh, and, and then get out. That's pretty much, yeah. in a nutshell, every level. Mm-hmm. They are generated randomly, so even though... <laughs> you see or you try to farm a, a single level, you never have the same. So you have to always be improvising new strategies. Right. Did Did you ever play um, The Swindle? No, but I own it. Okay. I do want to play it because I know that it's something similar, isn't it? A little more action-y. Yeah, to some extent, but it's like uh, it's more like... The stakes are there as well. The stakes are there, you can lose a lot, you can gain a lot, you know, um, and you have this sort of time pressure as well, because I think you only have like 99 rounds I see. Yeah. to finish the game in. It's like okay. days and you can choose to, you go in for missions and um, the risk is how long you stay collecting more stuff from the from the mission, because if you die, the the you're set back a lot. I, I, I don't know what it was, I don't know if it's like a permanent thing, like a permanent death or... Or, okay. uh, no, you had you you had a permanent death. It's like so, any I think it was any skills that that character had were lost, right. and you would start with a new character. Sure. Oh wow! And yeah. oh wow! And um, the other thing was that so you had basically ninety nine days to prepare, and then before the before you run out of days, you also had to attempt the final mission, and you could attempt the final mission from the very start, but uh, you'd be woefully unprepared. So you had to go yeah. and collect stuff and upgrade and and improve through those different days but then if you lo- if you fail the final mission is it you start again yeah it's over <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it is brutally unforgivingly unforgivingly difficult as well okay yeah Just like Im- uh, imagine dying on the on mission 98 <laughs> or 10 yeah 98. or if you or if that was one of your fo- 4 af games or something and then <laughs> yeah well i mean i don't think anybody would put a 4 af game which was basically unfinishable well, I, yeah. I guess people have finished the swindle, but it's it's not an easy. I mean, no. it's probably easier to finish Dark Souls than to finish the swindle. I would say. Now I'm interested in it. Mm. I gotta try yeah. it out someday. 
It's just sitting right <laughs> there. Someday, yeah, someday, someday when I have the patience for it, because sure. <laughs> if I'm not in the mood, I will just forget about. Sounds it. Sounds like a good stream, yeah, though. but it, like yeah, it's, it's one of those campaign. games as well that you can have you can have sitting on your hard drive and you can play it like a 15 minute round or 20 minute round because the levels themselves can be quite fast. Actually, you have a good idea there. Maybe we could actually make it a new series mm-hmm. of streams. Sure. Bob plays the swindle. Yeah, Bob swindles. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so that's it for Steam World Heist. Mm-hmm. I played it for a few hours, but I, I'm looking forward to play it more because I'm lo- I'm loving it, and I do recommend anyone to play it. And um, very briefly, mm-hmm. I've also been playing last week Dr. Langeskopf. So <laughs> I finally played it after all this time. I finally played it, but we already talked about that. So if you're interested into knowing what we think, I just pretty much share all of Tom's opinions. <laughs> just <laughs> listen to our previous podcast. Moving on, um, <laughs> the the final game that I've been playing for just a few hours is uh, Seasons After Fall, mm. which was this released. is the new one from Swing Swing Submarine or something like that. Yes, that is one. Yes. So yeah, Swing Swing Submarine. I didn't, I didn't even know that was out. It was, yeah, it is. On, is on it's Steam, early at least it is. I don't think it is. No, early I think access, it's a full release. Yeah, it's a full release. It was so. released. Uh, I can I can check. It was released last week, mm-hmm. Friday last okay. week, so second of September. Actually, yeah, yeah, second of Interessant. September. Interessant. Hmm. So, um, and I've tried that for a little bit, and uh, pretty much what you see is what you get. The, the art is beautiful. And um, the puzzles behind it are all related to switching seasons. Okay. So you have your you have your your scenario, you have your uh, levels, and um, depending on which season you're in, it just shows one thing, shows another, and the environment changes. So maybe you have to, uh, let's say, cross one part in spring, hmm. but then uh, there is like a vine blocking your way, so you need to switch over to winter. So this vine uh, kind of uh, buries into snow and it's not longer there stuff like that uh, but I have not really played enough to give it a, an impression the very very first impression that I've had is that yes I like it I want to play more mm-hmm. but um, the long term impression will take a bit longer off um, to figure out sure and um, briefly I want to talk about another game that I have not played yet but I'm really looking forward to okay because uh, Friday, last Friday was my birthday, and one of my friends gave me this game that I have never heard before about. It's called Eon Altar. Have you heard about it? I think I have, but I do not know anything about it. Let me know. Okay. So, um, this game, when my friend told me, have you ever played this game? And I was like, what is that? It's apparently um, some sort of tabletop-ish RPG the perspective is like Gauntlet, so you see your 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 characters on the screen, and you kind of uh, go all together in local co-op, mm-hmm. and and you play from your smartphone, kind of like watch uh, Jackbox, uh, Jackbox sure. party. Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play with your smartphone, and um, you've got like turn-based tactical combat and such. But the the real beauty of the game, where it actually caught me that I really want to try it out, is that the the, the role play parts. So each player has like a background and an agenda and you're not supposed to share that with the rest of the players. So you could be like um, having your own stuff and maybe you tell them stuff, you, maybe you don't. Hmm. And all, all the lines of your character, you have to act them up and tell them into the phone's microphone. <laughs> 
So you have to like read them all out and properly act them in order for the game to progress. Hmm. And really? um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, apparently, from what my friend told me, is that it um, it has to be definitely local co-op because you have to be seeing the other players. Maybe that whenever you say something, you must see that some other player raises an eyebrow because he was not expecting to to hear that, or maybe you are like he's trying to figure you out or okay stuff like that. So I'm. Um, I don't know much about it. I have not played it, but I am really looking forward to trying it. How many players? How wonder. many players is it? Four players. Okay, it's four players, and I I don't know. I haven't investigated yet. If maybe we could actually arrange something, like uh, through Beam or something, that you could we could do like a remote local session, um, um, or using using Skype, like or using Skype, just, like you, you could or, see each other there, Man, yeah, or something like that. But but uh, it's something that I'm really interested in. Okay. If it's definitely something that we could do, mm-hmm. I would like to do that with you guys. Sure, sounds good. All right. Otherwise, yep, whenever definitely. I get my hands in the game and I properly try it, I will share my impressions. And and yeah, if if it's half what I think it is, it's already going to be good. Nice. That sounds great. So, yeah. So yeah. Downside, so to speak, um, it's not complete. It's an episodic game, so you only have episode one out right now. Okay. Okay. It's three That's good episodes. enough for us to drop in and check, though. Yeah, yeah. definitely, you know? yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes. I mean, uh, you know I'm not against episodic games before I talk about that. But um, episode one is definitely uh, worth a check. It's seven euros on Steam right now. And the full season for 15. So, quite nice. Cool. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I wanted to talk about for today. Nice one. So, what, what have you been playing, Rob? I have not been playing anything except for Deus Ex, which I'm happy yeah. to I'm happy to have finished. Managed to stick with it, so that's two games in a row that I've just hammered until I'm done. Um, I was toying with the idea of picking up Reigns on my phone, but oh, Reigns, I don't know. I think I think it would be an interesting thing to just to see what's happening with it. I've thoroughly played that. Um, have we talked about it before? Did I don't yeah, think Bob, we did. Bob mentioned it. I don't think we did, no. no. I mean, several podcasts ago, I thought, like, yeah, I have to talk about Reigns. Mm. But in the end, we already had a, we always had enough topics, and I never really talked about it. Sure. So, it's a game where you are a king of a of a kingdom, and you you get people coming and talking to you, and you either deny or uh, agree with them, Accept. or something like that, by, like, swiping yeah. left or right, Tinder-style Right. Yes. <laughs> it's basically much, yes. ruling ruling a ruling a kingdom by Tinder. <laughs> it's the best possible comparison to be honest. Sure. But yeah, the the, the story is a bit more about yeah, uh, it seems that the dynasty that you are impersonating is um is cursed by the devil and um you always cursed to remember everything the previous kings have done. Hmm. So, well, it pretty much justifies because you are the player, you do remember of course the choices that you've done before. Sure. But um, you have to figure out a way to break the curse, and uh, I think you have. Um, a, a, what's I think you have maybe two thousand years or one point three thousand years. It was a lot to finish. But it. How, it's how, a does, lot how does time pass? Every swipe that you make is a year. Oh Christ! Okay. So yes, <laughs> every decision that you make is a year, hmm. and uh, the the challenge of the game is that you have four different things to have balance. You have to have the church support, mm-hmm. you have the people support, you have um, the military, and you have money. And if you have 
not enough, or if you've run out of, mm. or if you have too much, your king will die. Sure. So it's about balancing, and sometimes you make a choice just to keep the order. Yes. Right. Yes. It happened to me way too many times that I had like an, a really affluent kingdom, and uh, everything was giving me money. Mm. <laughs> every every decision that I would make would make, give me money, and every single time for a few generations. I've been having kings dying because they choked on a banquet that they were throwing. So <laughs> <laughs> always the way. So yes. that's the way I'm going to go. It's it's, fine. it's one of the best ways to go. I I think definitely yeah. But yeah, for a mobile game or for uh, a three euro game, it's definitely worth a check. I mean, it's okay. a crime if you don't. You if you do give it a look and tell me what you think. About yeah, it. I, I guess I'll jump in. I think the, the thing that was keeping me back is that I'd heard about it and thought that I'd probably play it for all of half an hour, understand the novelty. Like, I guess you, <laughs> for sure you've not uh, got any experience with Tinder to compare this with. No, <laughs> no, I don't. But I, I do understand what you mean, by the way. Is that um, I thought the same thing. I thought that, yeah, I wouldn't really understand why I would grow tired. But the game actually has enough content like a story, that you have to like, discover and to unlock. Sure, it's not just a mechanical th- puzzle yeah. or anything like that. You're actually... It has a story about, behind it. Sure, yeah. yeah. It has a story behind it, and it unfolds depending on the decisions that you make. Okay. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you will have to face, like, several decisions that you have to choose in a certain order to unlock certain other events. Okay. So once you figure that out, you probably will not stop playing it for a while. Sure. And how many how many I've, kings have you lost? Um, like 200. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, 200 kings. So more or less like that. But it's two playthroughs that I've done, and I've had, oh. um, yeah, maybe like one one hundred and ninety four deaths or something. Jeez! Like that. Oh wow! Okay, I thought it would be like you've died all of ten times and you haven't finished. No, the no, game it's yet. really easy to die. No, this is this really is a rogue easy. legacy level of regicide. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really, really easy to die. You will find out and sure. you will understand. Yeah. Because, no, I'm in for it. Cool. Nice. You did. You did remind me, by the way, while we're talking about mobile games, mm. that I picked up another one today, which came out uh, a couple of maybe today, maybe a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, you know, Force of Habit. Yes. Uh, they the made uh, Friendship, Friendship Club. Club. Yes. And Host Time. Oh yeah, I, I know. Okay, Timmy Bibble. Yeah. Timmy Bibble and uh, yeah, Toast Time. They made. Mm. Um, well, they're they're down to just one person in Force of Habit now. Force of Habit is just a person. Um, but they've just released their new game, which is free on iThings. I, I, I <laughs> iStuff. iStuff and Android things. Okay. And it's called uh, Make Nines. One word? Uh, I believe so, yep. Okay. Let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> yes. I literally downloaded it like 10 minutes before the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah, Make Nines, one word. Okay. Have you played it? It's free. It seems to be... At first glance, it's you would maybe be forgiven for thinking it was a threes clone because mm-hmm. okay. it's tiles that you have to swipe to make nine. Okay, right. But I think you have to. You, it's it's from what I can see, it's more sort of puzzly because you actually have to make nine or you fail. Okay, so it's actually instances. It's not an endless high score thing. Exactly, it's instances, it's puzzles where you have to swipe the numbers around right. to make nine. Okay, so there's like an, a solution per level kind of thing. That's that's what I believe. I will come back next week sure. on the podcast about this because uh, I literally just picked it up. Mm. Um, yeah. 
Oh, but uh, just just to let you know that you know these developers that we like <laughs> have put out a new game. Yeah, sure thing. Um, now that we're just bouncing games that we might play or <laughs> uh, have thought about, um, Picross 3D is something I'm probably going to pick up. Um, oh boy, uh, I've never <laughs> played a Picross game. No, oh, you've never played a Picross game. Mm. Then Picross 3 Picross 3D is probably the worst possible to start. Um, Nestor on Facebook was telling me the opposite. He was saying no point okay. going with 2D, but I'm not sure. Like, um, get Pokemon Picross. Three, Fuck it. three um, Pokemon Picross. Is that? Th- yeah, Pokemon Picross. That's free. Yeah, that's free. You can, that's you free. can play that right now. Uh, on 3DS? Nice. 3DS. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll try that. I, I can't say. I mean, I'm just really See. bad at Picross. I love Picross, but I'm really bad at it. And I can only imagine that adding an extra layer and an extra dimension to it is only going to make my brain melt. <laughs> Picross, Picross made Sudoku for me look like like a uh, like a little baby puzzle. Right. <laughs> you know, Sudoku's hard enough, and then you get Picross, and and Pokemon Picross did a really good job of introducing you to the mechanics. Sure. And being like, okay, this is how we play Picross, everybody, and then you have your Pokemon, which give you like additional benefits, like you can use like. Because you launch a Pokemon at the start of the match, and it will like either like work out the corners for you. Oh, okay. Or like blast a wave of numbers or blocks through there, so you can like it gives you like a head start basically. Okay. Um, and even then on Pokemon Picross was I was getting to points where it was just like, nah, <laughs> nah, my my brain simply does not accept that anymore. Okay. So I'll give that a go. Then. Maybe maybe try two yeah, D before trying three D. I don't know. It's- no, I'll try that. Like low low barrier of entry, free. Uh, in fact, yeah. the barrier is finding my three DS and then charging it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Um, if you can't find yours, I'll post you mine. I haven't used yeah. it for since Pokemon Picross, right. basically. Well, the, the topic came up actually because the Picross 3D 2 is out already in the US and it's out in Europe in December. So uh, that got like people talking about that, which got people talking about the original 3D and had me thinking maybe I should at least know know what that game is and whether I'd like it. Um, cool. But yeah, I've not really, I've not been playing anything apart from Deus Ex, but yeah, happy to have nailed that one. And uh, it's currently sitting in my top 10 for the year. Um, but let's move I on to... I thought we'd be that daring, but... Uh, we'll see. It could easily yeah. drop out. There's a plenty of stuff, as we talked about last week, that's still, still to come. Um, but uh, on to the next segment. So last week we teased the idea of um, looking at our backlogs and picking something out. You uh, can look at my backlog any day, Rob. <laughs> I do. When I've been saving that for seven whole days. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> oh my God. A wild Maggie appears. <laughs> With some very sexy Turtle Beach headphones there. Supplied by <laughs> somebody that wasn't me. <laughs> um, so we're going um, to look at our backlogs and pick, up th- pick out three games and between us, each person is going to walk away with one that they have to p- play and try and finish in the next... Let's say a month is the limit, but if you finish it earlier, fantastic. We'll throw you another one. Uh, with the idea, I guess, of being something streamable, but that's not really required. Um, no, I, w- I would like to get back on the streaming um, and having this challenge to like set for me to start streaming again would be nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. So just don't hold me to it. You know? No, sure thing. Like this is this is just <laughs> um, I haven't been able to focus on games 
since February. Like we did, we did four in February. Then we did the MO in March with Wow, and then I was set, set loose to set my own agenda and failed miserably up until recently. We do have to get more coordinated, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, and um, we need an order. Yeah, so I guess we'll get started. Um, I've so yeah, I, I'm saying say the name of three games, um, and we'll decide between us which one to to okay. play. Okay. So I've got a list here. I need to. I'm now going to on the spot decide the three. Um, door kickers. Hang on, shout them all out, and then we'll. If you've got, how big's your list? No, my list is too long, so I'm just going to say three. Okay. Uh, door kickers, uh, mm-hmm. Splinter Cell Blacklist, mm-hmm. and uh, Shovel Knight. Um, so, um, they're all that I'd play them all on PC. Um, the only one that I've ever played and completed is Blacklist. Uh, but it's it got me. Th- I, I wanted to play. A Splinter Cell game because there was like other stuff coming out. Metal Gear Solid Five. I've been playing stealth stealthily through Deus Ex, and um, I've got that on UPlay now. So, would you play it on PC? Right? Yeah, I play it on it's PC. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we could play it co-op. That sounds good, actually. I've never played the co-op stuff. Um, Me neither. So yeah, that sounds fantastic, actually. Um, so why why is it on your backlog if you played it? Because it's because uh, I I like to just exacerbate the backlog problem as much as I can, Tom. Um, <laughs> no, cause surely, surely a backlog should be shit you haven't actually played. Well, it's stuff I want to play that I have. Right? Nah, no? mate, that doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Uh, the definition backlog, of the backlog is Yeah, like if you finished it, it's like, oh yeah, Deus Ex uh, is in my backlog. As in, it's a game I own and could play. And no. we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll allow it this time, but yeah, it generally is the pile of shame of games that you've never really I, I won't allow it. I'm vetoing right, I'm ta- the shit I'll, I'll out take it out, but let's play it, Bob. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... Re- let's play it, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll replace it with Quantum Break. Ooh, um, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> well, this is this is for you to do this to me, I guess. Between the two of you, decide. So, um, door kickers. I think I think that game could have been much better if they removed the R, and it was like some time traveling duck, and it was called Quantum Beak. <laughs> what? Definitely. But here we are. Mallard three time. Five minute exactly. ban for that joke. Sorry, I'll sit down and be quiet now. Um, Bye. <laughs> I'll briefly t- briefly talk over where I am at with these games. So Door Kickers, I've played a f- few levels. I really enjoyed... Uh, it's a strategy game. You're playing as a SWAT team and you have to... Um, you can pause time. Um, like in FTL, if you guys played FTL, where basically yeah. if you left things going in real time, you were screwed because everything else in the level was happening. So you had to pause, set up... You have to pause, set up... Um, where your guys are facing, if they're moving, if they're um, ready to fire at the slightest enemy I'm movement. I'm thinking frozen synapse here. Um, yeah, also. Except that it's only single player, so that okay. it's not like a adversary thing against another player. Um, it's, it's a cool game, and I need a good excuse to stick with it, basically. Uh, there's a ton of levels, so I, I basically just try and play all of the vanilla stuff uh within a month or something like that. Um, Shovel Knight, I've played a fair amount and I got stuck on it. So oh, that's... okay. I, I basically need a reason to persevere. Um, and the reason is... But, but do you like the game? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that and Rogue Legacy, I just think they're a bit too difficult for me because I suck at mm. 
old school platforming games. Rogue Legacy is different though because Rogue Legacy you're supposed to suck until you get good. Sure, I, yeah. I just but the the problem with Shovel Knight, uh, not Shovel Knight, with um, Rogue Legacy is that you can actually set yourself up to fail by um, basically passing because every time you pass a day, eventually um, the prices of everything will go up. So mm. I got to a point where I was chasing getting enough money to buy just anything and it and the the goal was always just be just ahead of me no matter how well I did it would just always be out of reach um but yeah Sho- shovel knight is just a tough game but it it's shovel knight is hard as a bastard yeah, yeah. um it is. i think we should set that for earl and then we all watch him play yeah. it <laughs> yeah he he would just, he's the kind of guy that takes on that challenge yeah, he he, he'd make mincemeat out of that game yeah. like you know i mean right i remember that time when we played the volgar the viking at one of the gars and none of us could get past the first level, and then Earl beat it in like two days for four IF. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I'm still, I still haven't gotten through that. No, that's that, too much. That it sounds would... like something that definitely Earl would be better for. Otherwise, you're just looking me sitting here frustrated, which crying. It's <laughs> only fun some of the time. Um, yeah. And then Quantum Break, I played a bit, and guess what? It's not fantastic, but I love, I love Remedy and. Like the Max Payne games are some of my favorite games, and like Alan Wake. But mm. uh, yeah, I, I see your. Do point. you want to see the game? Is the other thing here? Like, do you want to see yeah. it? Will it not block you from streaming because you've entered in the video modes or whatever? Or is that only a console thing? Oh, I don't know. In like fact- my PlayStation deliberately blocks streaming at certain moments like when you're no. going into like legal terminology sure. or whatever that, that's playstation on or console so yeah if, if okay. i streamed it through my pc then i wouldn't have any problem there okay um which i probably would do see how lazy i am but yeah d- well yeah. see what you land on but um any preference it's a tough <laughs> tough three because i think yeah. not i don't think any of those three is going to be enjoyable for you i mean uh, does door kick does door kickers have an end door, yeah yeah you finish all the levels Okay, but it's an actual story that you play through. There's no story; it just... it's just scenarios that get more complex as you go through. It's it's volume without the story. Right. Okay. Okay. Shovel Knight for me is just hard as a bastard. I don't think you'll enjoy under time mm. pressure. Sure. So my vote would probably be Quantum Beak, just because the game doesn't uh... exist. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's a story that you can go through and finish and then you can fucking delete it and you never have to look at it again. That doesn't sound like the best use of my time, but what is? Well, you, you picked I know, but I had Blacklist, man. I had Blacklist. <laughs> I was going to like show go you on, how good yeah, I am at stealth played, games. You played yeah, well, Blacklist. Rob, we can do, we can do like Quantum Break and then we can do some Blacklist co-op. You know, one bullet, one pillow. Stuff like that. No. <laughs> and also, Rob, you say you're good at stealth games. When we played, was it Blacklist Co-op? Yeah. And you fell into a fan and died. <laughs> you fell into that a was fan like, and died. We only played it for. It was you. No, I didn't fall into I've got a video. We'll put it. We'll put it. <laughs> we can. We can check the recording and find out exactly what happened. But I'm pretty sure. If I if I did fall into a fan and die, it's only because you said, "Yeah, yeah, jump over that and no, go over there." No, no, I was yeah. stand. I was hold like I. You were rappelling down because I was holding the rope. And yeah, I think and you, you might just have let go. The, no, you let go. <laughs> we'll find out. But basically, we lost a whole forty minutes of progress because we we forgot that older games didn't save. But that was chaos. Yeah, that was yeah, chaos yeah. we theory, forgot actually. there was no checkpointing, so we did like forty minutes. Fell into a fan, died. Yeah. 
stopped. All right, if you want to play Blacklist and Bob's going to be in it for you, but then Bob's going to be playing his own game as well, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would say Quantum Break. Bob, what's your... Okay, so that's a toughie because my favorite from that list is Shovel Knight. Mm. But it's a game that I have completed, so I can attest that it's not as difficult as Volgar. Sure, okay, no. it's a it's a game that it's completable, and especially if you do make some progress and you get some upgrades, it's gonna be even easier. I'd like to play it because I'm gonna I'm gonna probably have a bit of support from at least Bob, if not Tom, to yeah <laughs> to you know give me advice and like that might help me. That might actually I can get just me troll you it. the whole time you're playing if that's okay. Yeah, and then and then we just Earl will just destroy it in a day and then make me feel sad. But no, I'm I'm open to any of them really. <laughs> Like door kickers was my was my preference, um, but <laughs> so is it true that each one of us t- took one different game? So we okay, have a no, I'm, right I'm here. thinking there's a scientific way to do this, mm-hmm. right? If you remove the middle from these games, what does that right? Mean? Okay, so if you t- if you st- if you take the end the beginning of the word oh. and the end of the word, then door kickers becomes dickers. You don't want to play dickers. Oh, portman, right? you're, you're portmanteauing. Yeah, and portmanteauing the game. So, so you know, uh, you know, door kickers becomes dickers. You don't like dickers. Uh, Shovel Knight becomes shite. You don't. <laughs> and then uh, Quantum Break becomes Quake, oh, which is obviously the best Quake game on that list. It's awesome, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that's the scientific method, yeah, this right is, there. Wow, surprisingly effective. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dicker, shite, or Quake? What would you pick off that list? <laughs> Let's, I mean, let's just play Quake Life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, make a decision because we're we're spiraling wildly over okay. time. <laughs> uh, to yeah, in, for the sake of the duration of this podcast, I'm gonna go with with Quantum Break as well. Cool. All right, all right, That'll happen. do it. Play Quake. All right, next up, Tom. Ooh, shite. Where's my list? <laughs> Ooh, shovel knight. Ooh, Ooh shovel knight. <laughs> That's my new uh, swear word. <laughs> Door kickers. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of door kickers. Right. All right. I've got five. Four. Because I started three. playing one today, so it doesn't count. Well, we need three only. Right. And it's, yeah, backlog, but they're fairly new games. But I think these sure. are games that I will need Impetus. a push to get into. Yeah. So, Banner Saga 2. Did you play the first one? I did play the first one. Okay. Uh, I, I, I do admit I hold my hand up and I say that I put the last battle onto easy mode because I actually couldn't play it on normal. Okay. Like, it was too hard. Kept dying. But I did finish it. Uncompromising, difficult, tactical game which I'm not very good at playing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like Bob was talking about Steam World Heist. It's going to cause me some problems, but the first game was beautiful. Um, the art, the story, the music was all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metrico, Metrico Met- Plus... Metrico. Metrico. Metrico Plus, yes. Um, it is a platformer. Seems to be like quite an old school platformer. I'm not sure if it's really a puzzle platformer. But it's based around the world of informatics. Mm-hmm. Exciting. So everything you do is giving you like statistics and stuff on screen. So like when you're running across the level, it's showing like a percentage of how far you've run or how many steps you've made. Mm-hmm. And as, okay. as parts of the level grow and change, it gives you like percentages and stuff. Looks quite good, has a decent reputation, got a lot of press, um, but not a lot of people are really reporting on it. Okay. Um, the other one is uh, Verdun. Verdun, that's a multiplayer Verdun. game. 
Is it mul- multiplayer only? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's ah. Counter-Strike, basically, in World War One. Oh, Bottle scratched that, then. I thought it was going to be along the lines of, um, what was the UB one? Valiant Hearts. Yeah, that's the puppy. No, it's a multiplayer game. Right. Do you want to pick right. another one? Yeah, no, I had another one anyway, so that's three. Uh, Fahrenheit. have you played david cage's newer games yes i did play this is why i picked it because i did play uh quite recently heavy rain the remastered version did you enjoy them it was all right (laughs) i still got it was all right i've still got beyond two souls uh i have it but i haven't played it yet um but i've heard a lot of stuff about fahrenheit yeah I want you to play Fahrenheit. It's up, yeah, that stands out far above. Okay, the others. all right, I'll do it. I'll play Fahrenheit. Have you got that on your PS4? Or you can stream through yeah. that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it was re-released. It's the PS2 version that's been released on PS4. Yeah, fair enough. Fantastic. <laughs> all right, fucking Fahrenheit it is then. Because I've heard a lot of shit about it. I've heard that it's weird. I, l- and- I like it. I think you're you're gonna have an enjoyable, fun time, and I can't wait. <laughs> That sounds um, like a lie, Rob. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything about the game. But back in the day, it was one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. So All yeah. Right. My list. Yes. Oh yes. Do okay. It. My list. Um, let's see. I've got three games that I picked. We've got The Witcher Two. Jesus. Short. Okay. Yeah. The Witcher Two. Why? Why do Again, you do this to yourself, Bob? Two, two Witcher twos. Because I need <laughs> the Witcher one, I need a the Witcher reason. two, and the Witcher three. <laughs> I need a reason to play them. Okay, because I've got them sitting on my backlog. Sure. And everyone no, no. says it's a great game. That's, yeah, you should definitely skip the Witcher one. Yes. So I would I'm, also hold my hand up and say you should definitely skip the Witcher two and just play the Witcher three. No, I enjoy. I, I do not own. I do not own the Witcher three. So if I were I'll, to play Witcher, it had to be the two. I played two, one. followed by three, and I think two is really good. Yes. Okay. 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 So we have Witcher Two. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. Spec Ops: The Line. Ooh. Okay. Which is another game that I had recommended left and right, yeah. and I never got my hand around playing it. Mm-hmm. But I've seen you play Overwatch, and you're not all that good at shooting things. So uh, <laughs> thank you. I kid. I kid. I kid. <laughs> you jest. You surely jest. Have you read anything <laughs> yeah. about the game? I know very little about it. Great. Okay. I mean, I, I have a friend that was a level designer in that game. And I didn't know about it mm-hmm. <laughs> up until yeah. I, I, I he told me like this year I met him on on June and he was like, oh, I I was a level designer on that game and I was like, what you what? Cool. So yeah, um, I know that it's a very good game. I know that it has a very pretty much like a critical acclaim in terms mm-hmm. of of player impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know exactly why, and cool. I refuse to look it up because yeah, I guess that's like one of the biggest. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, one of the biggest things about the game. Yep. So yeah, that that's one of them. Um finally the, my third one would be Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Cuz I've played mm. it, but I never really completed it and I'm pretty sure that my save game is gone anyway, so mm-hmm. I would have to start it over. Okay. Could you say the word Mordor with a real Spanish accent? Mordor. Yeah. Mordor. Could you roll the Rs. Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, that's a good list, actually. Mm. Um, Shadows of Mordor was a pretty solid game. Yeah, it was great. I like it. It's great. Yeah, it, it was a Ubi style explorer, like go collect all the collecty things. Um, which is why I enjoyed it a lot. 
I, I think it would be, I would define it like Assassin's Creed meets Batman Arkham games. Like combat of Batman games, but with the exploration and stuff with Assassin's Creed games. Mm-hmm. More or less, yeah. There are There is some interesting stuff like the Nemesis system and things like that. You're, yeah. You know. Um, Witcher 2, I think, would be too long. And I don't think you should. I don't think it's a game you should rush. Like I feel bad about Witcher Three that I powered through it, which is why now I've got the Game of the Year edition. I might just start again. It's not that. Okay. It's not that bad though. It's not the same. It's way more linear. What Witcher Two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Have you played it, Tom? No, uh, I was put off by the earlier Witcher games. I don't remember if I played one or two, but I didn't get very far out of the first setting because I was playing on PC, which is not my natural habitat. Okay. Yeah. Um, playing with keyboard and mouse, and the combat was very difficult and very frustrating. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I'd be yeah. I'd be in for Witcher two, but um, because I, I I have a feeling that this will be a recurring um segment for the for the podcast. Yes. So I I could see you playing through all of these games, Bob. Eventually, sure. So it's more a case of Those, which one I want to see now. Your your three games are a very solid group of games. If you've never played them, yeah, I've played Middle Earth, but only Middle Earth. Right. The other two, I have never touched. I would go ahead here and say that just in terms of impact and just to see you playing it, mm. I'd like to see you play Spec Ops. Me too. Yep. Okay. Because Spec, Spec Ops is. is a game that didn't get enough love when it came out at all. Yeah, yeah. That's why I also heard that it went yeah. very much under the radar, but it's a great game. So I think that it's very it's going to be difficult to get exactly the same impact from that game that the first players had like i played it once i knew that there was something to that game whereas it wasn't just your run-of-the-mill shooter it was it was marketed as just a shooter and so you look at it and go "Eh, okay interesting and then people yeah there was a massive there was a massive fight about putting multiplayer in wasn't there between the studio and the publishers or whatever like Every game at that time needed multiplayer in order to exist kind of thing. And it's like, can this game stand up by just having a run-of-the-mill campaign? People started playing the seemingly run-of-the-mill campaign. And then people started saying, yo, have you you played Spec Ops? Have you? (laughs) No. What? It just looks like a shooter. No, no, no. Seriously, and then it was one of the last last PC games I played as well because it actually still ran on my my old desktop (laughs) and it it ran nicely. Um, Okay. So it was pretty well optimized because it wasn't, you know, it looked good but ran on an old rig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely, I would say Spec Ops. Okay. Cool. Great. All right. Spec Ops it is. That's a streamer so too. We're looking. What are you playing, Rob? You're going to play Quantum Bake. Quantum Bake. It's yeah. like Quantum, Quantum Bake. Bake Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are playing Fahrenheit. I'm, I'm playing Indigo Fahrenheit Prophecy. and playing Spec Ops. And I'm playing Spec Ops. All right. Perfect. That's nice and one. we're going to try and stream it, so everybody get your eyes on our YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. Or Beam. Yeah, we might try Beam for the community You stuff. will do Beam because it's on PC. Mm-hmm. I'll stick with YouTube because I'm a dirty console boy. And I'll, and I'll see um, how much time I have to dick around with getting Xbox pushing through my PC because I might just stream f- through the console. I'll see. Um, fantastic. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up there because we've, we've gone the full hour. Um, okay. Great. So before we finish, yeah, before we finish, mm-hmm. final question for Bob. I did ask him before, but we didn't. He didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you find Overwatch on console this weekend? Mm. Oh yes, <laughs> um, I found it that I'm actually better on the console than on the PC. Which also is, aim, baby. Yeah, <laughs> which which I wonder if that's a good thing. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing it's because of the non 60 tick servers that they have. It's still still 30 on the console, isn't it? No idea. No. Idea. None of that makes any sense to me, so oh, I yeah. just point and shoot. I've been pulling some nasty skill shots with McCree and Hanzo Eight. that I would not be able to do on PC, like even if I was high. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I've been doing like really good plays, and but, but I still prefer PC. I still prefer to be in control of my aim, keyboard, and mouse. And um, faculties. While while it's good that the console version does not have all the whiners, like oh my god, this team of noobs. Yeah. Um, uh, it is a much I, more polite society on PlayStation, I have to well, say. They, they don't really have the option to, to type in, so... <laughs> no, you just have the, the chat wheel, and that's it. So, yeah, imagine. Yeah, so it, but, but I, I much prefer that in games these days. <laughs> but to be honest, I wouldn't really mind. If I had a, a, a console version as well, I would play too, because mm-hmm. yeah. it plays very well too. Cool. So really, don't complain, it's fine. No, 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 I'm, I'm not complaining, it's, uh, it's, it's just Earl, you yeah. know. We all need to go to Earl and just go. <laughs> it's actually that. all right. It's actually all right, Earl. <laughs> he makes me feel like I'm just scrabbling about in the dirt looking for games. He's gonna, he's gonna end our friendship, our friendship. The moment he he listens to the podcast. Sure. <laughs> you say you play Overwatch on console? Get out of my life! <laughs> right, shall we wrap it up there then? Yeah, Tom, take Let's. us home. Let's go. See you all next week. Bye. Sure. Bye. <laughs> that was freestyle. That was. I don't even know. It, it comes through me. I'm just a conduit. There's a lovely, lovely voice. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah.